here we go. Spring of 2020. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode number... 53 bad number that's a bad number <laughs> okay <laughs> gotta gotta turn this around i'm in a, i'm in a bad place mentally right now but we got a good podcast coming up here right, right now we're gonna go over um patterning or at least putting a game plan together for a specific buck that i'm hunting um by using old trail cam pictures and then we have some some pretty cool questions to go through, including um, some scent control stuff, food plots, and uh, some actual like late season food plot questions. So that was Weston cracking a beer. Weston, that was for Abe. You have a little update on your food plot? Uh yeah, I went and checked it. Um, on I think it was. Sunday or Monday, either way. And we had a little rain. Quick. And we got some sproutage. I was really nervous that I was going to go up there and it was just going to be bare. But it was, uh, had some decent, decent clover sprouts anyway. That's a new word. Sproutage. Sproutage. Yeah. I mean, nothing too crazy, but it was, I was pleasantly surprised. And then Jed... I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast yet, but you do have a small kind of hidey hole bean plot. Do you have a game plan for that? I'm sure it's looking at my beans the last couple of weeks. It has to be completely just hammered on. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it started two weeks ago. And my then, my is white, like almost like yeah, same. Like the the top foliage is no longer existing. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it, like I don't know what what food source they had been hitting that dried up. But I think boy. the ragweed and, and weeds and stuff are just yeah. getting so dry. bad now. Yeah. So, dry, yeah. so you didn't do anything with that? I uh, I tried throwing some, uh, I don't even know what it was. It was a bag of food plot shit that somebody gave me. Uh, it was. <laughs> what, you got people just giving you food plot seed? Yeah. Well, it was like my uncle was like, oh, I don't know how I ended up with this here do something with it i'm sick of looking at it type deal it was the same it was the same one that i think you gave me like last year or two years ago yeah the no-till supreme or oh whatever. that'll be good that's that's like rye and buckwheat yeah, yeah. i think and turnips i think and radishes oh okay um well the morning that i was trying to do it it was like 100 percent humidity so all the all the soybean like under leaves were too moist and wouldn't allow they get stuck. Yeah, the they get stuck on it. Stuck on the yeah, on the like the leaves. like the grassy rye seed. Yeah. yeah, that happened to me the other night too. So then, so then I went down to like a different food plot that was a little sparser, and I just hucked the rest of that bag into into those uh, little bare spots. Um. So we'll see what that just by does. hand. Yeah. Just just hand. So we're in a severe drought. If you go back to our previous podcast this summer, I had been mentioning how it's been a perfect year for uh, crops. Because we had just the perfect amount of rain, good heat, everything, nothing bad had happened. 
and my I'm never speaking positively again about anything to do with planting because now we've gone I mean you can count the rain we got the other day I mean, you can count it it was a tenth of an inch so it, it did do something it was huge honestly I got more than that I don't know the exact but you don't have a rain tracker <laughs> no well, the old people call it a rain gauge, uh, rain Taylor. Gauge. No, <laughs> I don't have a rain gauge. Who's the old people? You. Like anybody my dad's age. Yeah. No, I would call it a rain gauge, too. I don't know why I just call it a rain tracker. <laughs> I mean, I may have spent about 200 bucks on a rain tracker myself, but... But it's like a whole weather tracker. It's a weather thing, but I literally only use the rain portion of it. I need. Oh, I so need it was a really expensive rain gauge. Is that is that the thing that I park by over there all yeah. the time? It's got like a wind yep. wind spinning yep. on it, and I always park right in it's front of it. It's supposed to hook up to your phone. I haven't got that working yet. Of course. I always park right in front of it, and I'm like, I hope this fucks with his wind readings. But now, now that I know that you don't even pay attention to it, I won't laugh about it anymore. <sighs> I just feel like the wind readings weren't that great before, but I don't know. Obviously, I'll pay way more attention to it once we get the hunting season. That's kind of the point. over the top of it. So like, he's like, oh, we didn't get any rain. I could have swore it rained. Oh, I would lose my mind. <laughs> That'd be a funny trick. We're gonna no, do but that. like you, the uh, what day was that? The most interesting rain of the year was when I watched Sunday or Monday. I watched. Uh, that was uh, Saturday. Saturday. No. No. It was Monday or Tuesday. Monday. 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 It was Monday. But Sunday, I think it rained. Sunday, it like it sprinkled. It did not rain here. It sprinkled at the old man's. Not even a f- for like twenty drop twenty minutes. Well, I had like twenty minutes of. I counted. Downpour. It was we were Sunday on we were on our twelfth storm that I had legitimately tracked that was skirting and been like it's it's gonna yeah here we go like I dude I had I had my seed like ready in the back of my UTV for a week because it I had gotten it ready and like I was just gonna go out and seed it like but I got it got to the point where I was like I don't trust this anymore so I was waiting for it to cross this, the river because the river had just been absolutely fucking destroying everything. Yeah. Just destroying everything. It's when he crazy. says the river, it's the Mississippi. The Mississippi for yeah, it's not like a small thing. No, it is like the river. Well, anybody out west would disagree with you. They would say that the Missouri is Missouri the river. Is the river. And how could they make that argument though? Because the Mississippi runs way. the whole fucking length, <clears throat> north to south. The uh, and it literally cuts the country in half. The Missouri drains like four times the area that the Mississippi does and is much longer. Is it really? Yeah. There's a book written about yeah, how... Yeah, we're blind the, to it because, yeah, we live on the Mississippi. Yeah, there's a, there's an actual book written about how the M- Mississippi River is fraud. What does that mean? Yeah, I've heard that. How is it fraud? The well, fact that, the like, fact that like, when, when they conflue, the, the Missouri place. and the Mississippi, like the confluence of that, the Missouri assumes the Mississippi's name... And somebody who advocated. Oh, so the Missouri that. flows into the Mississippi, but they're saying the Mississippi flows into Missouri. Yeah, they're saying that that the where like, does that happen at? St. Louis. The oh volume, really? Jeez, yeah. oh, that, so that's a long ways that they're calling the Mississippi a fraud. A fraud. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, I mean, think about it. Like, yeah, the Mississippi starts in Lake Itasca in Minnesota. Yeah. To St. Louis. Missouri goes all the way to Wyoming. Montana. Montana. Yeah. Like the far Jeez, side yeah, of Montana. Oh, fuck yeah, way bigger than yeah. Montana, South or North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, yeah, Iowa. Well, what's the is it? What's the meaning? Like why, why the Mississippi and that? Well, because like when they started naming shit, they came to, like they knew of the Mississippi long before they knew of how far 
that the Missouri, Missouri went, went. You know, dude, every state's formed off the Mississippi. I mean, let's run down it. Right? Is there it's, a state the, that well, the Mississippi yeah. runs right through? No, no, no. Is there a state that Missouri runs right through? Yeah, yeah. That's not as straight. Yeah, Montana, yeah. North Dakota, South yeah. Dakota. I think Nebraska it, and it South makes, Dakota are probably the only border of it. Makes more sense. No, no, no. It's it's uh, Nebraska, Iowa is actually the border. Okay, yeah, that's the border. Mm-hmm. I suppose there is a little Niobra bit. is what separates what? Nebraska and South Dakota. Niobra. Nabra. Nabra. <laughs> yeah, we were told. Hey, first of all, and if you're going to fucking question what we're saying, we were calling it Niobrara, right? Or Niobrara. <laughs> Niobrara. What you would assume to yeah, be called. Phonetically. Yeah, phonetically. And uh, locals. Jed, Jed and I go no, door knocking in Nebraska, and the guy goes, We're like, Yeah. Oh, it was during flood. It was a bad flood. And we're like, Yeah. Then, geez, Niobrara really got out of control this year, huh? And they're like, Yeah, the Niobrara. Like, Niobrara. <laughs> like, like, had half a word or some shit. Like Niobra, like, like I don't know. I never heard of that water. That and I'm like, talking about. what's that? What is that? Am I pronouncing it? like what he pronounced it as? It was like Niobra, like Nabra, Nabra, yeah, like Nabra, like. Well, it would be like is, it'd be like me also, saying like the Mississippi. Yeah, this is also <laughs> coming from the same people who pronounced the word N O R F O L K Norfolk. Yeah, and I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. There's no R in there." No, yeah, we no, got no. we got our asses like There's an L. We got like I'm surprised they even gave us permission to hunt right. the way we were talking, right? Which is interesting because in in Arkansas there is a place called Norfolk, spelled that way. Yeah, we were just yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we were calling it that too. Like you are aware that there's no <laughs> there's only one. God, I, I know. Lo- I didn't. I didn't get. Like, I miss Nebraska. That was a great. What state. a simple well, like, simple place. I, w- I went to New going York, back next spring. Nolens. And it, like, they get mad when you call it New Orleans. Yeah, why would you dare? It's like Nolens. Well, why would you go there? New Orleans. Why did you go there? That was a mission trip when I was younger. Oh, damn. They're like, don't call it New Orleans. Like, but Not a chance I go to that place. Zero. New Orleans? There's two. There's there's actually, like, two places I don't believe in going. New York, Chicago. No, no, no. Oh, no. I'm just listing them. <laughs> I also don't believe in going to those places either, but the reasons... <laughs> That I don't believe in going Minneapolis, to two places. Milwaukee. Is because I'll go to Milwaukee, at least as far as Miller Field, Miller Park, or whatever it's called now. AT&T um, anyways, I don't believe in New Orleans because it's built below sea level, and that's a stupid place to build a city. And I don't believe in Las yeah, Vegas. What are, what are you, fucking Gaze Mills? Right. <laughs> Jesus build Christ. Build everything on a hill, you'll be fine. And I don't believe in Las Vegas because they just decided to build a city in a desert with no fucking water and then just be like, mm, I guess we'll just divert the Colorado River and steal everybody else's water. Wow. So I don't like that place either. You're well-versed in the West. That's why he's our resident <sighs> expert. I'm think I'm, I think I'm going to cap my city limit that I will visit at 100,000 100, now. I, and I'm lumping Madison into that. I'm not going to Madison, Wisconsin. Too many people. I'm, I'm sick and tired of Not fucking people. Not even for like a sporting event? Like, name it. State wrestling oh, tournament? God. That's literally the only one because, yeah. You wouldn't that, go for a Badger football game? No. I haven't gone to a game in, since. Why? They're fun. I disagree. Except for this year. And it's a good segue. I know. that. I am so. there? <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. I'm getting sick and tired of this fucking corona shit, okay? I'm not a scientist, and I'm not a doctor, and I don't claim to be. 
and I'm not even saying what I'm saying is correct. I'm just sick and fucking tired of it. You're going to cancel a fucking football season right now. You don't even know what's going to be like. They're going to look so... Big Ten's going to look so fucking stupid. Well, it's literally three weeks away from when they would start. So it's not yeah, like I suppose it's like we're super, in August. It's not like super far away. Their first game is usually Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah, but like... Oh, and the th- they didn't... They postponed it. Well, the, the spring, spring thing is... That's absurd. That's not like... So what are you going to... Like, like they have a baseball <clears throat> program. What the fuck am I going to look at while I'm on a tree stand and like... You have nothing else to do. You're going to have to become a fan of a different team. No, you're not. For the year. You're just going to have to not become a fan of football. Well, this is what's happening. Well, I'm pretty much excluding all like things that I care about in life. I think... Like, I don't care about sports anymore. If it's Because they're so a, stupid. If now. they stick to a plan, like... Like baseball? What the fuck is going on? Like, <sighs> those, those fake it. people in the, the stands Cardinals. are shocking. The, it's shocking the they, they would put those people in there. I have no idea what's happening. There's cardboard cutouts no, in the no, fucking I, stands. I, I understand. I do know that much. But what I'm saying is I have no clue what the standings are. I have no Brewers clue. Brewers are 7 and 8. I have no clue. Like Cubs are in first. Cubs are 11 and 3. Okay, cool. It's also like, it's going pretty well, though. Like nothing. Yeah, Minus I'm, I'm, the Cardinals and the Marlins. Yeah, but else it's, it's past fine. that now. I, they I'm just, shocked they're still playing. What do you, what, it's it's gonna, not past it's, anything. I think it's past that. The Cardinals are... Two and three. They played five fucking games. And everybody else has played 18. They just canceled another series. No. They fucked everything up for everybody. Because the Cardinals suck. Well, I do, do not like the Cardinals. I'm not going to sit here and say that them living their lives normally fucked everything. I mean, it, it, the whole thing. Once Are again, you mad because last year the Cubs didn't make the playoffs and the Cardinals did? And the Brewers did. It kind of sounds like that's the case. Well, am I mad? Yeah. That the Cubs didn't make the playoffs? Do you know yeah, how bad I want to throat chop you right now because yeah, you're a Cubs mad. fan? Whatever. I mean, what what the hell is Saturday during the fall going to be like? Now? I know. It's gonna Are we going to stop apple Dude, welcome, picking? Hey, Are sh- guys, our sweatshirts and turtlenecks <laughs> going to be cut down? Welcome to my life, No guys. more turtlenecks, yeah. Remember that turtleneck stage you went through? And while we're at it, while we're at it, the person who is listening to this right now, which I don't know if there would be a person listening to this right now that would think this way because I don't, I don't, I'm not, I guess I don't have a good pulse on what our audience is, but the person who's listening to this being like, I told you so. I told you back in March, like none of this was going to happen. Fuck you, dude. Seriously. You're going to fucking cheer against normal shit happening. I'm so fucking tired of a, just a general population of human beings in our country that are just hoping for the fucking worst. It's ridiculous. It is insane. It's fucking ridiculous. I am so fucking tired of it. The person who's like, yeah, I told you. I told you the fucking shit. I told you it's going to last until the fall or or the winter. Cool, bro. Like, why are you excited about why, it? Like, congratulations, dude. You ever thought about being fucking positive for once in your life? My God. <laughs> That's all this shit is, is people being fucking negative. Right. Oh, it just pisses me off. And that is, I mean, that got me riled up. Yeah. It got me riled up. That's pretty insane. And I don't even, I, I wouldn't even say I'm like a, a giant college football fan, but it's just like, oh, I just can picture those fucking people that are like, I told you so. But can you think oh, about, my like, God. hypothetically, say there's no college football, even though there are a few conferences that are still going to try, it looks like. But NFL could take over Saturday, have like a have like a Saturday afternoon 
Saturday oh, looking at it from the perspective of business, okay. The NFL could definitely capitalize on that. Big and time. even the conferences that still play. Like if I'm if I'm the if I'm the Big Twelve, they're pretty much an obsolete thing nowadays. Like I would do everything I can to stay afloat, like right. to stay into this, because the amount of advertising dollars. I mean, the MLB showing it. They ain't fucking stopping. Are you kidding me? No. Their TV and ratings are like twice as what they've ever been before. That's where the money comes from, anyways. In there. Like, yeah, it's it's nice to have fans in the stands, but that's not where all the money comes from. Money comes from advertisements. The money comes from what happens that's on where TV. College football. Can't I still with, don't think. Can't I don't think. It. I don't have a good – I'm not going to sit here and say I have a great knowledge, but I can't imagine ticket sales is what really drives revenue for those colleges. I, it has to be those – it's the same – yeah, I don't know. I know I know baseball is way more driven towards the TV contracts. TV but fucking huge, yeah. Yeah, and that's why the Cubs cheat, which is stupid. That's dumb, but still. I wouldn't call it cheating. I the can't. Cubs literally have twice the, the salary cap as the Brewers. How is that? I don't know. It's just. And, and then I love. That's cheating. another thing with the Major League Baseball. Like, oh, you're so mad at the Astros for cheating. Dude, You the whole league is a cheat cheating thing. You have teams that literally get to use three times as much as money as other teams. Yeah. That makes no sense. Get more fans. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Get more people to watch. Live in a terrible place, I guess. Yeah. That's what it takes. God. Yeah, you want to go down to Chicago? You want to live in... I'm going to put your ass in Chicago. I'm going to put you right in that fucking block that they just took over the other day. I've been in Chicago before. Ugh, nasty. A few times. Chad, <laughs> what were you going to say? You're annoyed that we're talking... We're getting... It's almost... We're almost getting political. Yeah, we can't do that. You got to steer clear from that. I have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> except that I hate the Cubs. Well, and, and I, I hate, hate Corona. I hate the COVID vi- I hope COVID shit. I hate it more than anything in the entire world. And Although I don't, I it's a nice excuse. It really is a nice excuse. Oh to yeah, use. I'm guilty of playing both sides. <laughs> yeah, I, I unfairly will be like, well, I don't want to go to this event because well, it's you can't COVID. Yeah, maybe. you never know. But I'm not actually concerned about it, but it actually is a very, it's kind of like a similar excuse as a dog or a child. Hey, you want to go out tonight? Like, nah, I got, mm, got some, sh- yeah, I got to babysit. Babysit. Now it's like, I got COVID, well, there's COVID out there. I ain't going to go to that. <laughs> <sighs> Interesting time. Interesting time. It's a weird time to be alive. That's for sure. I don't know. Is it? Is it that weird? I think it's weird. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, well, okay. You could probably go back to just about any time and be like, oh, it was a weird time to be alive. Oh, okay. Think about the 60s, man. I don't think there was I this much. I, well, I, really I, I can't I, think about the 60s. We weren't alive. But I wish I would have grown up in the 50s. There, there, there's there's obviously never been this much disruption in our life. No. This is our pan, like, pandemic. Here's here's why I get mad. Because it starts with this shit. Like the, when the big shit, it's just like how the, it first initially started. The NBA shuts down, then everything, everyone fucking panics, shuts everything down, whatever. They might be shutting down out of state hunting, Jed. If they think that they, if they, if they think it's, week, well, I'm just saying, anymore. you don't think you have anything to say about it. They're gonna fucking shut your trip down to Wyoming. Think about that. We lost them. <laughs> Jet, 
think we're having some technical difficulties. <laughs> All right. Come back now. So. He's going to pout in the corner now. He might <laughs> even hear from the whole rest of the podcast. Fucking baby. <laughs> so. The town. Do you have a current event? That was our current oh, event. Oh, okay. There, I added something. <laughs> <laughs> let's get back. Yeah, let's let's steer this conversation to positive news. Reel it back in. Reel it back in. The reason why Jed and Weston's they're they're on the same mic today because I think every single techno. <laughs> okay, no, we're not going right. negative let's, again. Let's go. Let's go positive. <laughs> steering away from you being a freak. So having um, a rough day. It's been a tough day. Internet went out. Taylor had a bad day. Well, pretty much everything is broken, same positive. but we're fine. Positive oh, actually, another thing that's broken that I haven't got a chance to check on is my Cuddy Link system. I haven't got a text from a fucking trail camera in two days, so that's awesome. Maybe they just maybe they just aren't coming there. No, they're coming because I have to, <laughs> I get a text every day for like a system update, and I didn't get a chance to get out there and see what's going on. Oh. So that's fun. I hope those things crash that'll be perfect that'll be awesome i'm like half considering the fact that someone may have came in on my residence here and just like started messing with all my technology stuff it's possible and i ordered more cutty links too because of this fucking deer that has got me just <laughs> going crazy you're gonna try to max out the 16 isn't that what they say <clears throat> no no it's be a different property so it'd be a whole nother system Oh, you can't link them off a different another property too. No, uh, that would be insane. That would be fucking that nice. far. No, you you get what we're saying is what he what Weston's asking is if you can link I like a, you could like link a, all another them. system of cameras to like a one system of cameras that's what if it's running off the same tower in like different towns, pretty much, or like through cell service. No, okay, they have Let's to be go. within like. We need to be able to do that. 200, 300 yards. We should probably figure that out, how to do that. Oh, it, dude, the trail cam, trail cameras are going to be just absolutely insane in 10 years. My, uh, yeah. What I mean, we're going to have, there's going to be a, like a full operating app system probably on your phone, everyone's phones, and you're going to, you're going to have instant pictures at some point. And the only thing that's going to stop it is the law. If the laws change, that'll be the only thing that stops the progression of these cell cams. Well, yeah, somebody said that. I was reading, uh, and they're probably going there. There's something I was talking to Jake about that today at DNR Ward, and like something's gonna ch- like they can't just keep progress, like it's right. gonna get pretty ridiculous. We're gonna like, have fucking video like <laughs> surveillance on these things. Well, yeah, I know. Like, I was reading uh, a forum today or whatever about um, cell cams, and then somebody said that his buddy was sitting in a tree stand, got a picture that a deer was at his feeder, and then he walked over there and shot it. Like how fair chase is that? You know well, that's I mean? not, and I and I that's where it comes. To be, I find it hard it to be like. So okay, yeah, feeder. You had a feeder plus a Assuming cell cam plus yeah. Like man, I give these these whitetails a lot of credit. I th- I think that they're gonna be. It's gonna be a lot more difficult for people just to jump around like that, but. I could see it being a problem with with a rifle, for sure. Well, if it makes it that easy, you just got to get within, you know, 200 yards. Yeah. Well, not even. Not even. I mean, but. 
Jed's looking at his phone. He's just looking right at his phone right now. What are you I texting mean, somebody? It's like MySpace no. or something. He's reading some article. On cell cams? Yeah, cell cams. <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't even say what it was. Do you have a like a personal opinion on the cell cam dilemma? No. Do you have any cell cams? No. So it was uh Do you have any regular trail cameras? Yeah. I was talking to Jake today about it. I'm like, it's kinda like a personal moral th- there's some moral thing that's happening there because you don't want to use it in like real real time <laughs> but then i like you describe the situation that it comes in most handy like a buck goes into a bedding area in the morning like obviously i'm going to that food source that's, that's adjacent to it right at like noon that day like you're going into an area that you know a deer is like that's fucking half the battle and the, the like, you don't have to deal with the four day late information anymore, right? But does that make it unethical? That's what I'm saying. It's a moral, like wrestling match because, because in my head, I'm like, I would never use it in like live. Like, does that take like, the fun You away? see one and you go, but like, the challenge. How is that much different than me going like an hour or two later? And would I say that like during the rut, you see one run. Like I have cameras or you see one run through like a out in open field at like eleven AM. Like would I not go sit in a stand out there at noon if I was able to? I know it's in the area running around. Right. It's so tricky, man. I know, it's that's what so, I'm saying. Like, all of it is. All of it. Rangefinders, scopes. Yeah. Like it's all just a slippery slope. Right, like, like, where well, do you draw the line? Well, at, at, how like, do you draw the line? Like, at some point, like a scope came into play, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is so fucking unfair." Now it's just. Well, let's face it. Scopes didn't come into play in the hunting world. They came into play in the war well, world. Right, right. And it was just like, well, how can I stay alive and make him not let? Okay, but when it came to the hunting. Yeah, I'm sure there was pushback to that too. Same right. with when um compound balls came in to play oh yeah i'm dude. sure it was trad bow guys hated them right like well, then, you, what do you got there some training wheels <laughs> and now all of a sudden that became normal and now the is whole it crossbow thing yeah. shut up well, yeah now you have like the like other weird. side where it's like compound at some point comp- it's or like, uh uh traditional people think they're so much better than everybody <laughs> <laughs> we are <laughs> Shut up. You used to hunt with a compound. Yeah, I did. Nice. Well, but, okay, so what? what is, do you, like, I do see the law getting involved at some point with this. I Maybe. guess, what's that level? It's got to be where it's well, almost no, instantaneous. Like, okay, so I have a Blink security camera system through Amazon. That shit's fucking, you get four cameras for, like, 200 bucks. Like, that's what's coming for trail cameras. The only thing it doesn't, like, trail cameras don't do right now is hook up directly to your Wi-Fi. I don't know why they can't. So the technology is there to essentially, if that system could hook up just to, like, a cell service, you'd be getting instant videos. Right. And At like some point, you will be able to. The, like, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it's going to be. I'm sure it's already. The app and right. everything, like, well, it's t- so I'll awesome. I'll tell you what's going to happen then, or at least what I think will probably happen. State agencies will be like, I think it's Montana, and say trail cameras are not legal during hunting season. That was Jake's prediction: is that Holy out west they're gonna out west obviously is gonna be the first place that starts restricting them. Correct. But what are you using? Like, yeah, well, I mean, people are whitetail hunting out west, but like, what are they using them for? My initial thought is like, yeah, visibility, but just they're just tougher on laws out there. 
Yeah, and they seem a little more anti-technology uh, out there. I don't know why. Just do. They just seem that way. Yeah, because you can't even use a drone out there or something. Well, it's like, well, give me an example. Oh, I think I think most I think most states have like game laws where if you fly a drone, you can't hunt that day. Wisconsin has it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's like the whole like you fly to on Alaska or on Alaska, Alaska. Alaska. You can't hunt for 24 hours. Well, no, that's a not. Th- those are non-chartered flights. Like if you fly into a lat, like into well, yeah, Anchorage like, like, on mean, a like commercial flight, you're fine. Like a, like a but if you fly plane. a bush plane, yeah, you can't hunt that day. Right. At some point, there will be some sort of. That is probably a good prediction. Just in season, you won't be allowed to use trail cameras. Correct. It's the only thing that'll stop the innovation. Right. What's it going to be? I mean, but soon it's going. They're going to develop cameras that are like fifty bucks. And you have security cameras. Right. It's like, oh, this deer is literally right here. Because right Cuddy, the Cuddy Link system is, is so... How instantaneous is it? It's not. It's a fucking trash system. And honestly, it's terrible. Like, they don't have their shit together. But the idea is so... For all everything that gets sent to one hub, and then it'd be one, like, cell service. Imagine what the capabilities are right. at some point. So everything just gets zapped there, and you you pay one cell service like like so whatever. I paid three fifty for the year. I mean, you could be getting things instantaneous from fuck like the idea of it. Like they they claim they can do twenty four cameras. I fucking doubt it. But twenty four cameras on one system. Can you imagine what that's gonna look like soon? Yeah, it seems pretty. I insane. don't think that they'll be the people that get it because it just seems like it's, they're a fucking train wreck. Whatever. I don't want to get sponsored by them anyways. So they can get mad. The company's a fucking... Their cameras are trash. Their their idea is completely in, insane. I've had... It's like the only... Like, two or three different people... Brilliant. ...that have definitely hardcore suggested the Tacticam. Yeah, and speaking of that, if anyone's interested in Tacticam, I am placing... An, I am a dealer for Tacticam, so if you want to order through me, you let me know. Through 1080 Outdoors, that yeah. is. So you can order through Weston as well. He gets a little kickback. kickback. Yeah, <laughs> he's just perked shape. up there. Didn't know that. Well, I guess I didn't. Yeah, we have an order coming in mid-September. That's a good segue. Tacticam cell cams. We have an order coming in mid-September. You gotta let me know though, because they're back order right now, and yeah, they can't fucking. And it's yeah. So I already have like. Eight claimed, I think. Cousin said the best pictures they've ever seen. He's you ever know seen. someone using them? Yeah. He said they're... Well, and I'm sure I'm sure Reconyx's new fucking used, cell cams are insane. Right, I think he used uh, Spy Point last year, and he said that. Oh, yeah, I've heard they're trash. He said that this one is just way, way better. And it's way cheaper. It's only like 119 bucks. But then, I mean, that's for the camera itself. But anyways... So, speaking of trail cameras, your friend's back, Taylor. Yeah. Alleg- allegedly. No, no, I think we just, we, I, we just, we just, I need another pair of eyes on it, but I think we just, for sure, it's V-Tone. So, um, I don't know what happened last year. Jet, this, so this big buck, he made big jumps from two to three and then three to four. So, like last year, he had a giant. 
he, he got a lot bigger than he was that first year we had him with a V in it. And uh, he got his name when we had him as a three-year-old because he had a V on his left side with his three and four. And it was like like a blatant V. Um, and I saw him a couple times, but he was on – he was, I, I was hunting him, but I wasn't hunting him hard because I was eager that I was hunting that split G2 buck hard. And uh, then last year we had this just giant mainframe tent that showed up. I was like, he got the same frame, and he, but he's like way bigger. But he doesn't have like any obvious like features, I thought. Like the V, obviously, is the main feature. He got his name from it. Or a crab claw, because he had a crab claw yeah. when he had the V. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as a three-year-old, he had a crab claw on his left side and the V. Plus, we, I think so he, now so I he got had, he had six on his left. Yeah. yeah. So now, plus, I think I I do I do have pictures of him possibly as a two year old, and he had a V then. Um. At some point, Jed Jed was involved in this. I know you. Are. I'm not trying to throw you on the bus. No, it's fine. And I, I did I it too. Remember being there. I, I wrote I wrote it off this this bigger like just straight ten pointer last year. Uh, well, ten mainframe. He's got stickers and shit, but. I wrote him off like, I don't know, it must be a different buck. And then I'd like through the year, I remember getting trucking pictures and being like, God, is that like, it's that V town or, but I think I was just all the same buck. He's got the same, like same frame and whatnot. So then he's back this year. I'd say he's similar to probably what he was last year, maybe a little bit bigger. We're looking, you know, I don't know. I guess, what do you think? I'll let you guys make your prediction first on inches. Inches? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for sure 160. But like you said, based off that left side of that uh, that main beam, how long it is, maybe possibly 170. But I would say like 164. Yeah, I remember that split G2 buck was over 160. Yeah, what, did he, what was he, 168? No. Like two, I think, three. Yeah, something like these low 60s. Yeah. I'm gonna say 169 and a half. Yeah, he, he's bigger than that. Well, he's he's got a higher scoring rack than that split G2 buck for sure. I don't know, dude. That split G. I, the day I saw that split G2 buck, I would have guessed like 185. <laughs> yeah, you were a little <laughs> shook on that. Well, he was also uphill from us, running away. You're uphill running about away. the biggest angle you could possibly get. Oh, dude. I just remember I was like in Australia, I couldn't even get the camera flipped over. I don't think I would have got him anyways, but. I was just like, oh, fuck, I forgot I should be videotaping this. Yeah, I, I, I'm obviously hoping he's going 170. Um, He's got it. He's got the frame. He's he's a 10. He's got the tying length, I think. That's the thing. It's hard to say, like, what is – like, what are those twos and threes and, and fours? If they're – if those twos and threes are, are over 10 – He's probably gonna get there. Yeah. Like if they like if his. It's dude. I I don't know. Like when Jed told me the score of his mule deer, I was absolutely shook. That well, that's a completely yeah. That for sure. That was. So it, like I don't know. I just don't know the, how well I can judge honestly. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't expect you to know much. <laughs> Ouch. So I do have this theory about him though. I think I I do have a theory that like. He has kind of an upward angling rack. 
So that would lead me to believe that his tines, like his twos, threes, and shit, might be under 10. And that he just looks so big because his rack in general goes up as it goes out. Yeah. But I think he's got really long, like his left side for sure are long ass tines. Like long ass main beam, I mean. Well, let's just plan on you killing him so we yeah. can score. So, anyways, <laughs> super nice deer. We went back. I went back in like deep dove into all the all the old pictures, and I've and I've yeah, I'd say hundred percent confirmed. Now that's him. Yeah. And we all looked at it before we started this podcast, and too many similarities to. Well, yeah. It, so I'm guessing Jed and I probably, or whoever was with me last year when I decided that probably looked, and he didn't have that. Cause yeah, if you're looking right away, you're looking for that V that's the number one distinguished like sign. Plus that crab claws are usually those stick out in people's heads. So I don't know if we just looked at those two I mean, or like what, but he's he got still has the crab claws just wider. Yeah. I don't, I think he lost it. I didn't. Uh... Technically. Well, he had it last year. It was just, it wasn't so. Well, Crabby yeah, like yeah. I don't know. That looks like just a normal G. No, looks like it's like a normal G four though. Like crab claw, I always like kind of like is just a separation of that main beam right. in my mind. Um, his big giveaway is is his G twos on each side curl in, and all the deer have that. So and, and his his main beam swoops on his left. Yeah, the left side dips comes down, out, comes dips up. down, swoops up. Yeah. Um, and and the, and the right is, side like usually in the right side like it's the same where it doesn't do that. Right. It's just kind of more. And just the fact that the majority of these pictures are. Yeah, from he the same it, yeah area. yeah. So if that's him as a three, yeah, he was pretty similar as. In the action, if you're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely area. So that's that's interesting interesting thing to talk about. So if so, let's, we're we're operating under the belief that he was three that first year that I was like hunting him, which he would have been a pretty big three year old. Um, very visible on the trail camera, and I saw him twice in the same in the same stand. Then if so, if that's him last year, he. I don't. I never saw him on stand, but I also didn't hunt much because of the first day I hunted in that area. So the first time I hunted the stand that I saw him out of the year before twice, I uh, killed that buck, the eight pointer. I only hunted it once, right. but I didn't get him on trail camera the same um, amount, I guess, <clears throat> last year. So the year before he was all over in October, first twenty days of October. Well, I'd even put it in like the tenth through the twentieth. He was some and so last year's well, camera was there once, like October fourth last year. Was that October fourth yeah. that he came through? Okay, sure. like early more like seven thirty October fourth. Right. So yeah. looking through trail cam pictures. I think I have, if he's betting on the property that I hunt, he's probably betted on th in three different locations. <clears throat> Two big points 
in a more summer, earlier season, yeah. and I think it goes into October location. Um, and we actually pinpointed that location, the earlier, like, ye- like summer into October location, but I don't think they're in there in November, like, once the foliage is down and shit. <clears throat> and I've always been suspicious of this spot. It's a, uh, it's a spot that a big um, wooded ditch runs up right next to the road and barns like of a farm so like really close to everything and i had gotten a lot of camera choking pictures of this of deer i thought were coming from the like tip of this draw which would be like it'd place them like within 100 yards of buildings mm-hmm. or 200 yards of buildings it might be within 100 yards of buildings and uh I always wrote it off as like, yeah, and I and I, accessing things before I'd kicked up smaller deer up in there, but not. I've never nothing guaranteed to me that there was bucks up in there. But we found their bedding area from the summer, and my God, I mean, we're talking. Hmm, I'd say the size of this barn location just beat worn down. Beds, rubs everywhere, to the dirt. So my uncle's philosopher thought on it was that they're doing the exact same thing as cows do right now, where they sit and they'll flip dirt up because the bugs are bothering them so much and like flip dirt up on their back and shit. Mm. So he's seen he's seen areas in the woods before like where cows do that because the dirt's like all like turned up and shit, and you can see like indented beds. I mean, you can see their footprints in there because it's it's straight dirt so whenever it's been wet they've um everything about it it's it's buck and then you go in and there's there's last year's rubs everywhere or previous year's rubs everywhere it's like god damn it so all that gives me the information that they're at least there when they're rubbing so they're at least there during season most likely so trail cam pictures i go back through all the cameras and now it's starting to all fit back together that because I, I have, essentially I have cameras on each bottleneck of this, this uh, what do you call it, D- a ditch that runs up. So it's a wooded ditch that runs up in a egg field. And you see them all over the um, wind bust. So I got, what I mean by bottleneck, so if that ditch runs up, so if you kind of picture it as like. By up, he means uphill. Yeah, but also out. Out hill, like so. If you picture, if you were to picture a um, the letter T, and you cut off capital or lowercase, lowercase. So does or it have cap. a swoop on the bottom or just straight on the bottom? No, straight. Okay. Upper line, and so then I'll, picture the T like a cross. A cross, but you take away that left side cross. Where not? So all you have is a right angle or a picture of three-way intersection. Okay? Mm, yeah. Yeah, T intersection, gotcha. So picture a no. So capital T. But it's like sitting, okay, fine, a T intersection, but it's sitting a different way. Mm. Do you know so, what I'm saying? So so like if you come if you come into the stop sign, the right if you take a right, the uh it's a dead end. Okay, so if you're taking if you're going up to a stop sign and you can turn right and left and it's a three-way stop. Yeah. 
the ditch would be the place, the road that you just drove on. So you're driving up to the intersection. Okay. So the cameras are placed in those intersections. I got you. So where you can take a right or a left, and in this scenario where the ditch opens up into the main woods. Yeah. So you picture, or whatever, just picture a finger, your indent, where your hand meets your finger. There's cameras placed there, plus I've had cameras, like, picture where your knuckle is in the middle of that finger. So, I've, anyways, I think my point to this whole thing was that I've had pictures of, of big, like, mature bucks going into that finger during daylight. Like, morning pictures and afternoon pictures, like, them coming out of it, going in. And I always, you, you don't expect it. You overlook it. And, you th- and, like, I had written it off to the point that they were just taking the ditch low from the outer point bedding area. And they were scent checking everything, and by the time they got to those cameras, they were just up high, and uh, like like they actually like circled low and came back, because I've seen deer do that. That's why I saw V Town do that. He took a really low trail through a ditch and circled up and around to go back up towards the camera. <clears throat> so it probably is happening. Plus, you got thermals dropping at night. They bet out on a point they're going to take that lower rim, possibly out to a food source. So they're scent checking everything above them um i'm not so certain that's the case i, th- I think like I'm, th- I'm picturing the night that we sat there and we saw the buck that you sh- ended up shooting i think those came out of that bedding area now because it wouldn't it, it, that makes way more sense although we access like where they would have seen us but they didn't come out until right at dark so they could have held tight and just Cause I, you sit there, like I was sitting, I was, I sat in all the beds <laughs> and looked out and like right now, yeah, you can't see over there, but I would imagine they can pretty much like they've watched me check cameras for years. They've watched me go hunt that spot. If I went in there, like I haven't hunted that spot. Um, and it's made a huge difference and it explains a little bit more why maybe. Cause I used to hunt that spot a lot and now I don't hunt it unless it's a morning sit prime time with the right wind. So I've completely changed the way I hunted that. And that explains, I mean, they, if I ever hunted that, like we used to hunt it where we were hunting in the afternoon mm-hmm. and the wind would be blowing back out into the egg field, possibly that would work in those beds. And they definitely fucking sat there and watched us walk in. And they're definitely watching me check trail camera there, which I'm I'm not I'm not really against. I don't really care. I'd, I'd I'm okay with them getting used to me driving the UTV around, and whatever. But it sure is interesting, and it really drives home the point that you just cannot look over those areas. And I even drove by this bedding area, saw the beaten down shit, and rode it off. I didn't stop. And then my uncle texted me because I went, so I went down, checked the trail camera. I usually have it at. Um, went in, talked to my uncle. He was cutting wood in there, that's why he found this. And uh, he sends me a picture later, and he's like, "I just found this like area that it's obviously them bedding, blah blah blah, rubs and foot foot traffic everywhere." So I went back in there. I'm like, God damn. I literally drove right by this thing. Looked at it. Assumed it was just a canopy. Um, 
choking everything else out and it was dirt but it, i mean you go in there and all that dirt's turned up over it's crazy like they're just like rooting around in there like pigs or something <laughs> i mean they are pigs he's, he's got three three or four other bucks that are pretty nice with him so um so my plan is Essentially, I, I think I have a chance to kill him in October for really good cold fronts. That's how I saw him the one time. He's making daylight appearances in October in that area. And then he kind of disappears. And I really don't have much from him in September, going back through the history. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, he actually shows up in September. Because I've gotten now, uh, I always get summer out of him. Lose him in September. I must gain him back in October. That's the thing. I've never, I've never like aggressively pay attention to him that much. Even though he was really big last year, he, I didn't get him at all after summer. So I kind of went, I started focusing on other shit and I kind of overlooked some of the stuff he was doing. Um, but yeah, anything else on the old trail cameras idea? How did, I mean, I've got my plan. The stands are actually already in place where I think it's my best opportunity to kill him. It's just, uh, pretty confident, I guess is one way to say it. Like I almost, I'm almost calling my shot. <laughs> you Babe Ruth pointing right now? Almost. You telling me like it really cold front in mid October? Early October. I would think. I think early October. The first one. First like the the first yeah. October cold morning, I might be down in there. That'd be fucking sick. It'd be a little bit different too. <laughs> like hunting in morning in early October like that. Yeah. So my the it's tough. It's tough. I think it has to be morning because. Hopefully fucking around in there didn't. Well, I mean, it's going to mess him up a little bit. Oh, He's cutting wood in there. He's, I mean, you literally walk through the area. but right. So, so yeah, I normally I would never, ever just go looking for a bedding area right now. But he's cutting wood down there. It's not my property. I don't have a right to say what happens on there. Um, and I know there's a lot of people cutting wood around there. So, like, these deer are pretty used to it. They'll be back. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they got bumped. They might not be back in that bedding area this summer, but um, <clears throat> definitely opened my eyes because when you when you like kind of like meticulously go through that woods now and think about it, that really is the only place in that ditch that they would bed. It's right in the transition of where it gets really thick up at the head of the ditch, where it's like tall ass weeds, but they can still look out over that open because that ditch is open. But it gets really thick up in that head. And uh, they can still look down over all the open timber. Plus, they got another egg field covered. Plus, their back is covered by a fucking eight-foot berm. I mean, there's an eight-foot terrace there to steer water. And they're, they are just they just hug up right next to it. Like a fucking mule deer. That's what I'm saying. Mule deer taught me a lot about how deer bed. It makes sense. And you, you cannot tell me it'd be fucking impossible for you to confirm this, really. Well, not really. 
But those fuck bucks around here are bedding in caves, like mule deer yeah. bed. We have them. If they if they're offered them, I guarantee you they're doing it. Up over cliffs and shit, they're bedding back in those goddamn cutbacks. Anytime you can watch a deer bed, you learn a ton. I watch I watch my dog sit sometimes, and I think it teaches you stuff. Yeah, he's a wild animal. Yeah, like why does why does my dog sit at the top of the stairway and lay down, and that's where he prefers to lay. Because he gets to watch the fucking front door. So if anyone comes in, he gets to go attack them. With kisses? Yeah. Kisses. Fucking. Tail hopefully wings. they have a freak. Or hopefully they have a treat. So that's. <laughs> I think they all, they all teach you something. Muleys, I would say. Especially, I was assuming Wyoming too. Like, I think they probably. You think they bed mainly for thermals? No, they bed mainly for shade. Shade outweighs all. But they're not given up scent. Like the mature bucks. Like, no, they're like going, if we if we break down what your buck was doing last year. Bed in that spot. Like, where was the wind blowing, you think? The wind was coming up my face. Really? Yeah. So the wind would have been blowing right in his face. Yeah. He was bedding in the shade. Hmm. Yeah, and he was reason, just so far. Reason, he was so far. The reason that he died is because he made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, you could have walked by him 100 times that day. Well, no. What I'm saying, like, he made a mistake bedding in both the shade or like choosing a spot that only had shade and not wind. Cause like if he would have looked hard enough, he could have found a spot at that time that had both. He would have just had to have been up and over the ridge. Yeah. And I'm so sure he, he still and I'm, was getting yeah. shade. Yeah. And it goes back to how I wonder how much they move through all the day. Yeah, from like little bed, bed, bed to bed, you know. I've never seen one make a big jaunt during the middle of the day, but I've seen them move. Oh, I'm sure they're like moving thirty yards. Yeah, and I'm, and whitetails are, I'm sure, are doing the same, same. thing. Yep. <clears throat> that's why those one eight. That's way why more those shade here. Oh yeah, you for know. sure. And they're they're probably more concerned about wind. Yeah, and back because cover. shade is so abundant. Yeah. Um. That's why those, those, I think, so the end points are really important because they can move. They can pretty much get all winds and that would come at them in the day. And they can just rotate around that point. But those head of those ditches, those narrow ditches, those have to be important just because they get so much kickback from everything. And there's so much swirling that happens in them. Because like you can't. Like, in that ditch, like, we couldn't go down in there and hunt that. Like, you'd be so fucked. Like, you have to get all the way out to the where it opens up, and you can let that wind get out from the... But, like, you think about approaching them in there. Like, you can't... The stand that we hung this year, you can, possibly, because you can sneak on the other side of it. But you better be crawling into it. Like, literally crawling from the 
like under that fence because you're going to be within 100 yards of them. But it's doable because if that, if the with the way the terrain is, you can get right on the other side of that um, knoll, and you can you could crawl in there. You could hunt it like that. That's the play. I mean, that's the spot. I think I'm gonna kill him. Something to do with that spot, like with that pond. There's a. There, I mean, it's a huge pinch. It's it's the, it's the most obvious pinch that it's it's the place. That's the spot. I might get him across the ditch, but. Like, if you were to, like, put a gun to my head and force me to choose where I'm killing them, it's probably going to be in that pinch. Exciting stuff. Jacked up. You sound and, like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hunt the fucking thing down. Seriously, I'm so... I've been tiptoeing, I've been tiptoeing around too much the last couple of years. And I haven't, I haven't been able to put enough time in. You're going to find your move and just freaking get, get after it? No, I'm just gonna like. You found the move. Yeah, I think I got. I, I have my best shot at him. Like, I'm gonna spend a lot of time trying to find him on. Like, I, I'm gonna spend a lot of time trying to find him in September. You know, I need I need to figure out where he's going when he's not around, right? There's only so many places, so I need, I probably need to get some cameras on the neighbors and shit like that, <laughs> and a, I ask him. Like, you gotta be going somewhere. Cause when he's around, he's around. And that's why the cell cams, like, that's why I went and bought another fucking group four. Because if I get him going into that ditch, I'm going in there. And I think you can hunt it pretty much. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get aggressive in there. Is this the most confident you've been? Going after a deer. Well, yeah, I mean it's easy to say. It's um. I also think I. I think I probably have more history with deer than I think. Yeah. Let's, I just, get, in, let's get into those questions. Yeah. So, question number one. Actually, we got a couple questions from Jason. Jason shot. Um, asking about scent control. So let's start with your general scent control thoughts. Play, Play the, the wind. wind. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, don't believe in much gimmicks. Don't believe in them. Don't believe you can fool the white tail's nose. I think there's probably a little bit uh, something to do with ozone stuff because it's. I mean, we're using science, science. there. But when it comes to like the spray, I don't, I don't know. When it comes to, like the no. sprays. No, 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 like no. Like the scent away spray. Like no. no, nope, not gonna be able to do it. Nothing. Like I'll still wash my clothes in it because, like, whatever, it can't hurt. I, yeah, well, oh yeah, yeah, it's not for gonna sure. hurt anything, but like, there's I'll no way still, you'll be able to cover the. I'll pool. still try. If you're if if you're taking a nap in the cabin, get up and spray your clothes down with a bottle. That is not helping. That is not gonna. Or it's not. It's not hurting, but it's not gonna. Right. You're, it's like not gonna it, save you. Like, yeah, it it might. Like maybe it'll get you half a second. Maybe that half a second is what you need. Right. You know what I mean? Like. I think you gotta do more than that. I don't think. I don't think that shit. I don't think I don't that. Think g- I don't think. I don't even think that shit gives you a half second. You don't. If your wind's bad. The spray stuff. Yeah. 
No. Not if your wind's bad. Downwind? What? Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm not talking about downwind. I'm just talking about close proximity because, like, no matter how, like, upwind you are of something, if they're if they're within bow range of me, they've got a chance of smelling me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know shit how disagree. strong the wind if, is. Oh. <sighs> okay, around here. Like, I'm not talking. There's a lot of times when we're hunting that there isn't much wind. Yeah, and then you, I mean, you, yeah, that's when thermals really come in strong. You Correct. got, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Afternoons around here, there will be, t- I mean, we, yeah, it could be disastrous. Like, whatever. I still, you still don't even believe it. I know it for a fact. I'll 100% say on my life that night that we sat in that one stand and that dull blow, blue bowl below us in a ditch, that that was 100% thermals, no. even though we had a strong breeze Mm-mm. in our face. Thermals around here do not trump strong breezes. They don't. Sorry. I, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, and I understand what you're saying. I just disagree. Well, I disagree with you. Yeah, I think there's. I think they're going. I think at that time of the night, they're going both ways, and you're fucked in two ways, which makes them so hard to hunt. Disagree. The only way we're going to be able to figure. Only way we're going to solve this is if we go back in that tree, and which probably sit there. doesn't exist anymore. Is it even there? It is, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the other ones aren't. I think it is. I don't. I mean, it was over on the neighbor's side a little, a little ways there, like ten, when ten yards. That mattered? Well, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so okay. My general thought is, I do think there's probably some something to do with ozone because because it's like if you think about how ozone's used there is science behind it i don't know why there's gotta be something i wear leather boots yeah i play the wind Mm -hmm. i try not to walk down deer trails in my leather boots Mm -hmm. that being said i don't think wearing the reason that i wear our leather boots is because i don't think that wearing rubber boots really makes a difference when you're walking through a jungle that is our forest and your clothes are touching everything. Yeah. Like that's probably more key that you can't, you can't let that happen. Like cut open your access trails. Yes. I love, well, but at that point, does it really matter? Because deer just turn those into their access trails too. How many times do you cut a, cut a lane in and then all like you walk in it for the first time and it's just deer tracks everywhere. Like it happens. Oh, but yeah. at least and, you can but, get in there quietly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we're talking about. We're talking about. I, you know, I've never watched a mature buck walk up my trail, but. True. Every fawn will. To their death. <sighs> and they were so annoying, too. Like, That's why you shoot them. Nose jammer just, like, draws them in. What's this vanilla smell like? What is that big? Well, what's that giant thing up there in the other thing? Oh, man, they're so annoying. Did he? Um, so the question was, do you, would, or would you use like more natural scent covers? Um, like, would you smoke your clothes out? Would you leave your clothes in a barn? Would you leave your clothes outside? Would you? Any of that stuff. 
Do you do any of it, or do what do you think about it? I do do the whole hang your clothes up. Well, I'm sure thing, you do. But I don't really necessarily think that it does much. Yeah. If I lived in the country where, like, it wasn't a bunch of town smells, maybe I would. But don't. Like, but you, it's not gonna. It's. I, I keep I keep my camel clothes in like their own tote. I don't know if I it's like a scent control thing or just an organizational thing. Probably a mix of both. Right. But like, well, you have the idea that it's a scent control thing. Like, do you it probably helps. I mean, it's not do you like spray the tote. It's better than you laying no, it down on I all your carpet. And I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have carpet, but um. <clears throat> mainly, it's to keep dog hair off it. Yeah. Fucking bitch sheds a lot. Well, and scent. <laughs> Um, but I don't think that, I know we said it before, but the sensory receptors that a deer have is like almost one and a half times that of like a bloodhound. Yeah. So I just don't think you're fooling it. You can really fool them. So here's, here's what I think. I mean, unless you have play the wind is the best thing If they're, so what I believe that what I've read about their science, the science of their nose is they're going to be good enough to locate you by the smell. So, even if you smell like a giant cow pile of shit, um, they're going to pick up on, like, why is there just a giant pile of shit up in that tree? Because they're going to locate that smell. Right. They're going to know exactly where the smell is coming from. But, I will purposely walk through manure all the time on my way to the stand. I oh. think you can somewhat cover up your access scent. I think Nose Jammer does a pretty good job, and I'll walk through manure. But do you, do you think? Because that will get left, do you think and it's it will just stay. Because it's such a foreign smell. What's a foreign smell? Like Nose Jammer. All that. No, it's some. Oh, I don't know. It literally smells like vanilla. They claim science, but whatever. Is it just? It's it. It's pro- it's probably a vanilla is probably a smell that a deer has struggles with for some reason. Because it's, it's just basically supposed to confuse them. Like, yeah, but the idea stuff. is, like, I think it covers up your access trail because right. your access... Right. So, like, their noses work by time. So, like, they are they know, like, how long it's been since you've been there. Mm-hmm. So, it obviously right. works off time. So, like, they you walk through and a deer comes through three hours later. Right. It's going to be more receptive to, like, a manure footprint or a nose hammer footprint probably than just a blatant one. Like, yeah. whatever. Um. There's not much you can do. And, yeah, you don't ever want to be hunting a tree stand for sure with the wind blowing downwind. Right. And there's deer, I think, that accept it sometimes, too. Like, just kind of accept that you're there or accept the smell and then go on with their life. I feel like I've had that before. Not, not a mature Like, they've deer. been down. No, I can't say for sure, like, a mature buck or anything, but... <laughs> Like, they just accept it, and they're like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I've, yeah. You I never mean, really I've had... know until you can be inside of a deer's mind. Yeah. Well, none of us are going to be there, so, so that's that's kind of the reason why these podcasts exist. Right. <laughs> um, anything else on the old scent control? Play the wind. Yeah, and, and I've, I've also Lovely. gotten to the point now, too, where it's like, I'd love I, I would if you if you have this mental fortitude to go out and take a shower every day, wash all your clothes perfectly with scent free shit and 
do all that awesome stuff, go do it. There's no way it's going to hurt you. There's absolutely zero chance that it will hurt your chances. It's not going to hinder you at all. Mm-mm. Right. Unfortunately, I get pretty lackadaisical when it's like getting into like 13, 14, 20 days in a row. Yeah. Um, well, supposedly those sprays are supposed to last up for like 10, 15 days. If you just do it once. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for telling me that. So there you go. So you're good. Can you read a label on one of them? Google one of them right now. What's the sales pitch on them? They're no. They're saying they're ten to fifteen days. I'm pretty sure. All right, pull it up. Read me a label. I will. Can we move on in the meantime? Um. Another question was a general late season food plot question. Um, so <clears throat> on that, it really depends on the size. If you were just giving give me free reign over a like open egg field, I would say, uh, half corn, half beans, and then cover crops. And the reason I say that is because, um, they obviously really prefer the corn and beans in the winter. They're really high in energy carbs and uh soybeans are pretty easy to grow corn obviously takes a little bit more work the only issue with that is can whatever you plant make it to the winter so they'll wipe out the corn they'll wipe out the soybeans right now and i'm seeing it where i'm at um if i was stuck just planting those monocultures and accepting my fate i'd probably be screwed right now but I've top, so I had four acres planted of two of corn, two of bean, two of beans, and now they've been top dressed with uh, your normal fall food plots. So brassicas, radish, turnips. If you're getting late in the year, rye. Um, those type of things. So really, just look up your cover crops, then look up what deer are. Uh, custom to and you're, you're looking at those cold season cool season blends um all right it really comes out of like those cool season annuals that's that's kind of your so your target send killer gold uh they have like well gold line. it must mean it's the best yeah have you ever have you used this i have this is okay. actually the i have the, the detergent the deodorant and the spray. oh geez you really double down <laughs> yeah triple down this is the stuff that... Use a conditioner, too? No. No. Just, uh... Well, I don't know. It's a... It's a two-in-one, I believe. I do hair, body. Oh, fuck. I have the fucking body stuff, too. Yeah. I think I have it all. But this says... 99%. I, they always say 99%. Load. So you... All you gotta do is apply it, dry it, and go hunt. 20, 99% 20 days after drying. <laughs> that is a shocking Bait. 20 days 20 days after drying and if you were to like push anything on that it's always like the excuse is like it's, it. well it stands to reason try it go on that's the re- that's the thing there's no scientific proof on that it just stands to reason 99% 99% of your smell is gone 
That's and the ninety nine is huge. That's a great. Model. If I were to do anything with that bottle, I'd hope that it would somehow ignite a fire. More. Is there like <laughs> alcohol in it or something? Can it at least be used as like a igniter of fire? Other than that, I mean, it's fucking worthless. What's in it? Does it give the ingredients? Those things are so fucking stupid. You're gonna say ninety nine percent for twenty days. That's the most shocking thing I've ever seen. <clears throat> yeah, I have the ingredients here. All right, list them off. What? Active Name this company too. I already told you, Scent Killer Gold. Who manufactures? They aren't their own. Is it? Is it? Uh... I don't know. Scent Killer Gold with a freaking. But they have some good buck urine to go along with that too, don't they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> this is the this is on the back of the deodorant. Active ingredients are aluminum, zirconium. One that I they cannot do. Let me see. Trica. Oh, is that scent killer shit? Yeah. Trichohydra. Wildlife Tri- Research Center. Yeah, they're hydrax. Twenty percent. Antiperspirant. Scent killer gold. Yeah, it's uh active ingredients. Cycloapicillane. Oh my god. Other active ingredients. Yeah, the Wildlife Research Center. So, um Cyclo A company back in the day got the domain name Wildlife Research or got just named their company Wildlife Research. PPG-14. So they got all this insane amount of butyl ether. Hydro, wait, what? They get this insane amount of realism just because of their name, Wildlife Research, and they just type that everywhere. Hydrogenated castor oil. Man, these guys have been living. Which is the gland of a beaver mixed with hydrogen. I kind of want to buy this scent killer combo right here just for the nostalgia. I remember that being on my uncle in my uncle's cabin like the nineties. That's on the that's on the Walmart shelf. Well, that's where I you know. Scent killer gold, man. Glis- Dude, all you gotta do is wash your shit in it, spray it. But you and you can't be mad at the Good people who promote days. this stuff too because they paint like I I always I, it's always interesting to me that like people are like I can't believe they're promoting something just for money. It's like what the fuck what 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 the fuck else do you think they're doing? Yeah, it's called a fucking job, guy. Jeez. All right. Next question. So Jason actually wrote in a little – he actually included a food plot location. So I actually can look at uh, – okay. So he says, for the food plot, I'm putting in between a CRP field and a corn field. I don't know what would be best. Um, here's a picture. Red is CRP. Blue is corn. Yellow is hayfield and X is the stand transition from CRP. Okay, so he's got an obvious um, transition area, and it looks to be like a smaller area for a food plot. So I would uh, I would just uh, recommend uh, a really good high diversity fall food plot. But we're getting into the time now. We're we're getting late. We better Weston, you're the fucking post this podcast this week for him because. My kind of rule of thumb is around here in Wisconsin, you get these fall food plots in the first two weeks of August. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be 60 days before the first frost. 
for majority of them is is what you want for a good. Yeah, and Jed made a good point last week. Like, I don't even know how he beat that, but I don't know. So yeah, fall food plot, brassicas, turnips, radishes, winter peas, yeah, clovers, and then yeah, I'd, I'd get some clover in there because I'd let the clover come back up next spring, and then either let it be a clover because those small plots are really good clover plots, like. Clover's reliable. I'm gonna start leaning on it more. I think. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it's gonna come back. So. Like. And it makes it, it. It makes a lot of sense. You might as well include it in your annual like food plots. Why not? Why would you not want something back there next spring? Right. Well, then the big thing is you can till or I mean, never mind. <laughs> you can till it under and it's good. Yeah, right. it's fine. Adds nitrogen to the. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, it's it's a it's a legume. <laughs> Legume. Legume. So, um, thanks for uh, sending in these questions. Yeah. We appreciate them. Appreciate it a lot. That looks like a fucking killer spot, too. Does it? Good spot. Oh, yeah. It's a, I hope we freaking smash Got a one. bunch of transitions coming together. Big fan of everything that's going on there. Awesome. Jed, do you have any parting words for the audience? Oh, we're not done. That's right. Jed has an album. Yeah, I got some parting words. Well, Jed, what uh, album would you tell the people that is worth listening to? This album comes to us from, uh, mm, what is the year? Wait, you Google this right now? No, I have it loaded up. It just oh. doesn't say the year, which... Really makes me sad. Oh, released August 1981. What? It's nothing. Continue. Weston went ugh and shook his head. It's a healthy stream. Taylor's urinating. (laughs) So the album is The Pressure Is On, and the artist is Hank Williams Jr. Mm. It's a great album. It's got a few terrible songs on it, as Hank Williams Jr. is wont to do. Uh, he is the most confusing artist of all time in my estimation because he has some of the greatest songs of all time and some of the absolute worst songs of all time. And he was that way right up until the time he stopped drinking. And then most of his songs became really bad. Really bad. But, you know, who am I to judge? Are you ready for some football? Well, <laughs> until he talked bad about the president, everybody was. Yep. So, song number one on this uh, album is a song that everybody knows. The quintessential Hank Williams Jr. song. Hank was bashing Trump? No, <laughs> Hank was bashing Obama. Obama. Come on. Oh. Uh, a Country Boy Can Survive. Yes. Uh, and then we get into a terrible song, Coalition to Ban Coalitions, like whatever, Hank. Stop. And then we get an old throwback to the Tennessee Stud, which, you know... I don't know. Everybody has done. It's a good song. Rambling in my shoes, whatever. And then number five, the pressure is on. Great song. One of the best of all time. I think I'm gonna have to listen to this on the way home. Yeah, you are. Uh, number six, all my rowdy friends have settled down. Ooh. This was actually the song that ruined Hank Williams' career, and I am certain of it. There's a lyric in here that says, uh, in this song, that says. Um, Cornbread and iced teas took the place of pills and 90 proof. Well, Hank, 
Cornbread and Ice-T don't write good songs. <laughs> Pills and 90 Proof did. Please go back. Yeah. He, yeah. I don't care if tomorrow never comes. I'm pretty sure that was his dad's song. Good song. Number eight. What was his dad's name? Hank Williams Sr. <laughs> Senior? <clears throat> <laughs> Taylor's drunk. All right. So number eight is the best song possibly of all time. This might be my favorite song ever. Like country, like just just ever. of all time. Weatherman by Hank Williams Jr. Prepare to black out if you listen to it. At least that's what I used to do. Is it bad if I don't know that I know that one right off the top of my head? No, I actually hope that you don't, so that you can listen to it and be blown away. I'm because gonna... I wish I could go back to my first time hearing that song and getting blown. I'm away. sure that. Every time I hear that song and Ballad of Hank, really numbers one, three, five, seven, eight, nine. Ah, six is good too. Yeah. There's there's a few good songs on this one. But like most Hank Williams Jr. albums, there's like three really good songs, two okay songs, and a couple shitty ones. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still kicking. He quit drinking. Otherwise, he'd probably be. Nah, I don't think he quit drinking, but he quit doing like the hard else. shit. Yeah. Um. He quit doing what makes good. Songs. I've been watching the Outdoor Channel again. Oh God. Are him and Kid Rock and Ted Nugent on there or something or what? Teddy. No, uh, but I watched Ted Nugent's last night. Oh, he's. Is and he still cranking out new content? He, I think he must be the highest rated Outdoor Channel show because they they put him in the highest spot. Do they? Like. It I'm assuming I'm assuming Tuesday nights are like their big night or something because they have juries on there. They have all the other big shows on there. Sure. And, and then and there's old Nugent's pad. gets 7 p.m. Holy oh, shit. That's wow. prime time. So it's got to be prime time. Yeah. Juries isn't until 9. Wow. 9 our time central? Yeah. So I would assume that Ted's getting the prime time. Uncle Ted, huh? What's your favorite? Uncle and my Ted's God, name? does he not put any effort into editing? I mean, it's the most shockingly <laughs> low quality. But dude, so I can I talk about? Do you like Ted Nugent? I mean, I'm like pretty. Holy shit! Pretty ambivalent. This show, I watched this shit last night, and yeah, it was psycho. unbelievable. <laughs> we can agree that he's a freak. So his his video style is something. I mean, I'll give it to him. I've never seen this. Before. I haven't like no one else does this. The episode starts and he's sitting in a tree and he goes into this fucking long ass tangent, right? right. About how he loves the earth and mm-hmm. he's so with one with the animal. Well, then I found to realize that, or I came to realize that there they are. He goes into these long, like, like he, he, I'm guessing he does this on the spot too, where he shoots a deer, they get his reaction. And then he goes in and narrates the whole hunt, like, within <laughs> seconds, dude. It is fucking impressive. He is unbelievable. I mean, I it's hard to watch in the sense of, like, it's it's funny, like, how, like, weird and, like, kind of, like, corny it is. But, like, that guy, I think he can sit, like, because they'll get him right before he shoots, and then he'll just start blabbing for, like, 20 minutes. That's the whole episode. And then the episode like flashes back throughout like the hunt. It's crazy. Have you watched this shit before? I would say not in the last decade. No, very spotty. If I have, I I don't think I ever. Well, I don't. I've never really watched the Outdoor Channel at all. But you can get it on Sling, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna pay for Sling. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I pay ten fucking dollars a month for Netflix. I'm gonna pay thirty bucks a month just watch the Outdoor Channel. Right. 
I had something. Most shows are fucking, yeah, I would agree. They're not good. And it, they get a lot of bad rap now, too, the Outdoor Channel is. But let's remember, these people are a big part of, like, the hunting industry. They really are. And they get just, well, that's what it freaking they get just bashed in, like, these, like, this, like, new, like, craze of, like, everybody's perfect. Like, okay, everyone fucking chill out. These guys are, they're driving, they're, like, Money talks like they're obviously some type of money is happening where I don't understand why they make the videos they make and why it has to be so fucking corny and so awkward and shit like that. And I really don't watch a lot of them. But um, anyway, so, yeah, I was like, I'll support that shit. Like, I'll start watching them. But I didn't re- I didn't realize how aggressive Ted is. Oh, God. I mean, he's calling out. He's like the year 2020 <laughs> election. And there is a party that's blah, 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 blah. And I think you know who I'm talking about. And I know who you know who I'm voting for. Right on a fucking live oh, yeah. TV. Yeah, he's he's a hardcore Republican in case I anybody think so. wasn't aware. Very. I mean, he goes, he goes, there is a party that, that doesn't, that is anti-God, anti-guns, and anti-you and your rights. And it's like, holy shit, this guy's just straight pitching the election right now. He doesn't give a fuck. But he's doing it last last I mean he he is so in tune with what's happening, dude. That means he was sitting there because he's in the tree talking. So he's sitting there talking in the tree last fall. Was it last fall? I I guess I don't know. Texas. Well hardhorn whitetail, so I would assume. <laughs> Had to be. Or it was this spring. Texas. You think so? Could have been. I know those ranches don't have much rules. No, or, like, they, they can, like, do whatever they want, yeah. can't they? Yeah. A heart, yeah, I guess. Heart or whatever, probably, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm obviously not going to say that it was, like, two weeks ago. Well, he's... It's just... It is, it's, impre- it's impressive, and I can see why people get upset about it, because it's so, like... That being said, I wouldn't, I would not be surprised if he would say that in every episode. Oh yeah, dude, the guy whether, is just trained. He's a, he's a fucking trained this prompter. year or just got done. He would be saying yeah. that kind of shit. That was just funny. Like, I didn't realize how aggressive they they get on the Outdoor Channel, and the fucking commercials are just like straight infomercials from the eight, like nineties. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know what the demographic is watching this shit, but. I well, mean, obviously old PM, people, old Republicans. I would Definitely, yeah. Older, I mean, you didn't see any Biden ads on there. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to this podcast. <laughs> Appreciate it. We are we are pretty deep into it. Hour and a half. Weston's got to go back and edit every minute. Take it easy. Submit some questions. We'll have Hank another Williams good one Jr. next week. Okay, I like that. Hank Williams Jr., man. Give it, a, give it a listen. Album.